Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you so much for um, joining me today. I know you had a long day and everything. So like, how's your day been going? Listen, release day is always busy and exciting and I'm on the wine already. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you know, just taking it all in? (laughs) Are you back? Are you in America or are you back home in South South Africa? I know you were. Yes, I'm back back in Los Angeles. I got back on a couple days ago now. So I'm not even like recovered from jet lag. In fact, (laughs) what is jet lag? I don't know what that is. I don't, I have a child. I don't get to have that. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Before I even get get to Lucifer, I wanted to uh, speak about. like the scene in South Africa right now, like there's so many like South African women in, that killing it in cinema right now. There's we got <laughs> in underground. There's so many Netflix um, originals coming out. I just want to know like your opinions about that right now. So how Listen, is it? My country is beautiful with the most beautiful. There is, you know, Africa as a continent has obviously its struggles. It's you know poverty, but people forget there is this plethora of like wealth and not just talking monetary wealth or, you know, I'm talking about like, like wealth or like talent, you know, and it makes me so proud, like to see Tuso up there, like shining. Do you know what I mean? Like I was supposed to try and connect with her before I went to South Africa. And I'm going to, I'm going to hit her up now that I'm back and once I'm all settled, but you know, my friend Paul Tusi, Kim Engelbrecht, uh, you know, the kids from like blood and water, like it, it, there's so much. And I am currently working on uh, getting a show so, sold right now that I created that will shoot in South Africa, about <laughs> South Africa, because I want to bring it back home. And I want to, first of all, employ as many locals as I can. I want to shine a light on that plethora of of talent that we have there um you know and I want to work back home like I've been dying to do a project back home so it, it it makes me so proud really like if one of us is winning all of us are winning you know what I mean yeah can you see like South Africa cinema really started to dominate over here in like in America in the next like five years totally like, it seems like every show that is getting put out from South Africa is just like hitting yeah and you have to think you know i really do um think having a streamer like netflix um you know it helps because one it 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 is a platform a streaming platform that is in like i think 167 countries around the world and i imagine that they want to cater to as much of their audience as they possibly can um so for me, showcasing, highlighting Africa in general, and in particular South Africa, is 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 good business. I always it wonder, like, <laughs> I always wonder if people in your like your position, like, come like from a small town, and like we had like an NBA star, like when growing up, and we're like, yo, when we were little kids, you used to be like, yo, we want to be just like that. Like, do you ever like? Does that ever like cross your mind, like, yo, like, like what I'm doing on screen? could really like change somebody's outcome like giving up on their dreams or not you know in the beginning of my career I didn't think that way because I was honestly just trying to like 
make it, you know, I was trying to do my thing. Um, I will say being on a show like Lucifer and having it be exposed to so many people. Um, when I go back home and I see kids who are like, yo, you were from my neighborhood. Like exactly that. Like I didn't, I didn't know growing up that I could do this for a living. This was not an option for me. I was born in 81. Like people who look like me, you were not on TV <laughs> and you certainly didn't go over to Hollywood, you know, to become an actress. So it, uh, it was the furthest thing from my mind. But now when I go back, I do, I, I do feel the sense of responsibility I have to, um, to not just like inspire people in like a kind of superficial way I guess but like to go back home right so I work with this charity Earth Child Project they're amazing and I tell my story I tell them like I grew up 15 minutes from here like I had no idea that this was something that could happen to me or for me that I could be blessed in this way so um I try and encourage those kids to think further than just like their neighborhoods or their home situation or like to dream you know I didn't know that I had permission to dream was was there ever a person like an actor a musician or even an entertainer like you watched like growing up or listened to that you like it made you like yo I'm gonna go all in on my profession so I can be kind of like where they're at you know I didn't discover acting like as in that I could do it for a living till I was 27 so I, that's when I started. So like I say, growing up, I didn't think of it like I'm going to, like you have to, like for me, I was in segregated schools. I was, do you know what I mean? Like life was just very insular. I didn't even realize that the world wasn't segregated the way South Africa was. I thought that was how the world was growing up. So no, I did not have that person because I was like well that's just it didn't even cross my mind but I was always a clown the kid and you know the classroom like she talks too much like you know <laughs> she's always like performing or doing some weird show for my family at you know every kind of family gathering um but I would say as I became uh, you know as I, when I started acting, I started looking at uh, the work that I was attracted to, the kinds of roles and the people and the, you know, um, and I would say I followed like Viola's career, you know, a lot. Um, and I was always inspired by how uh, um, unafraid she was to take on, you know, these roles and how raw, you know, she was. Um, and then I have to, you know, coming here, it's like, I have to, the, the, all of those women who came before me, who opened doors for someone who was like from another country to walk through, like, I have to, you know, say thank you. Cause I, I certainly didn't face a lot of the challenges that, you know, they did when I, by the time I got here, uh, which was 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, I, I remember, I remember, I just like movies that Viola was in, I would always be like right there. Like, I mean, talk about a scene stealer in doubt, 
you know, like one scene, but. No, she's, just, yeah, she's a different. I want to, um, you just said you started acting when you were 27. Like I have friends that like are like 24, 23, 25. And they like, they feel like if they don't have their life figured out, like now they're like, they're not going to go anywhere. Can you kind of like speak on that? Like what made you like, yo, I'm going to like start at 27. I'm going to get where I'm at. You know, can you like kind of speak on that? So I, I have a high school degree, a diploma. I did not go to college. I was not one of those kids that had it figured out. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. Um, I was a smart kid. I wouldn't say I was like very, very academic in that way. Um, I got good grades. Uh, I really had to apply myself. Um, and typically when I really cared about something, um, I was into it. So for me, I had a midlife crisis, I would say at like 25, where I literally went through that, where I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? I know I'm not supposed to work in an office, but you know, I was always just very good. People always offered me work. Um, you look like you'd be good in sales or you should try IT recruitment. And I did all of it. Um, and, but I never, uh, the itch for what this performing sort of like never left me and I was doing commercials here and there um and and then someone gave me the opportunity it was like a combination of like tenacity opportunity hard work um and luck and luck and um and I was working as an IT sale IT recruitment uh consultant when I was cast in my first role which was a comedy <laughs> series in New Zealand and I quit my job and and that's like giving up you know regular pay and all that kind of stuff and I was like I don't care I was a jump and the net will appear kind of you know a girl so there's a there's a lot of faith I think that goes into it but I will say it's okay to not have life figured out at that age it really is there are other things that are important to know from a young age, you know, like, um, you know, financial education, that kind of stuff, you know, like don't get yourself into trouble financially in your twenties that you're paying for that stuff in your thirties and forties and fifties, there's credit cards and shopping and all that kind of stuff. Like, don't do that. But where you're supposed to be your life purpose, it's totally fine to not have it figured out. I didn't have it figured out and I turned out okay. Um, I, you know, I turned out okay. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I want to get to Lucifer because like, I watched a couple episodes this, um, for part two. I'm like, yo, this is like brilliant. But, um, how would you like describe Mason, Mason's storyline for season five, part two? Oh, it's painful. <laughs> um, it's painful. And I think it's going to piss a lot of people off because she's forever in pain, you know? Um, but she is, she is wanting a soul and in trying to acquire that. soul, she is then forced to feel and deal with all these very human emotions that she's familiar with when she sees it in other people, but not herself. So you know, rejection that, you know, with Eve and 
there's, I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's some, there's some traumatic things that happen in the show, um, uh, in the latter uh, few episodes of that second half, where you really kind of see her crack open emotionally. And then it's like, is it really worth having a soul? Because this does not feel good. Um, but uh, it's, it's, she is, I would describe it as peeling back, like, the layers to really like get to the the woman you know yeah i'm not traditionally like demons don't have souls but it seems like mace is like and it seems like she's been connecting with humanity like as of late like she like usually when she would kill somebody she's not doing it yeah so like if mace does get a soul what we what we think like her starting like would be well, that's called growth, my friend. I would think that we're all capable of it, you know, as people, and that is, in itself is very human. But um, I don't know. Maybe she has one and she doesn't even realize it. Maybe the not killing them with the blade is the actual soul, is the, you know. Um, I, I think it's a fine line with her because when you... Um, you 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 have to explore her um, discovery of humanity and human feelings. But at the same time, you can never forget that she's a demon. And I think that never leaves her. There's always going to be an element of danger, soul or not, like with this character. Yeah, in like a split second, she she would be right there with a the knife, <laughs> soul or not. She's like me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one of my, I think it was, um, I think episode 10 was um, you were doing the uh, No Scrubs, the musical scene. That uh, was not singing No Scrubs. <laughs> uh, was he, who, who was that? Amy. Oh, uh, Amy was singing? I sang Bad to the Bone. Oh, Bad to the Bone, No Scrubs. Okay. But like, how was that like filming that like scene? Because that looks so, it just First of all, I thought it was going to be a weird mashup. I got to say, I was scared. <laughs> I was like, hey, yo, they're going to come for us. This is, this is DLC, man. Like, <laughs> like I was really, really scared. Um, you know, it was, brilliant though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And I, it was fun. It was fun. Um, and, you know, and good for Amy for, you know, kind of it's, 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 singing on our show is really scary I, I've done it a few times now so I like I feel comfortable a little bit but that was fun I mean I was like let me channel some Rihanna some Grace Jones give me the Shaka Khan hair like let me just get into character my husband was like I saw that man licking you on the table <laughs> he was like you are in character all right I'm like yeah that's right you know, gotta sell it, honey. Uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I was um, only in that like one little scene. Could you see yourself doing like Broadway musical in the future? Oh my gosh. I don't know that I have the um I don't know that I have the pipes for Broadway. I mean, I shouldn't say that. You should never say never. Um, but I I let's start with off Broadway first. <laughs> you know um yeah maybe let's start there and we'll we'll work our way up 
<laughs> so how how do you feel about like the Mason God dynam- dynamic in like part two? Oh, I loved that dynamic. I love that it was, even though she is this like fierce badass, will tell Lucifer to fuck off in like a second. If he's acting up with God, there's like a, there's, you know, a respect even for her you know she's like I cannot not um be enamored with his presence and you know what he means to the universe and all of that um but I think it was like those scenes with Dennis were like really sweet it was a lot of fun to shoot and very vulnerable for her as well you know um I think when he says that you're perfect the way you are it's like you know, because that confuses a character like me. Because what the, you know, like now, what am I supposed to do? Um, but I, I think, yeah, it's an interesting. It was an, it was an interesting dynamic. It's essentially like good and and evil, you know, heaven and hell. Um, and uh, I was really happy I got to work with Dennis. That's We've seen Lucifer make an appearance in the Arrowverse uh, for DC. Would you be interested in playing like a superhero role in your future? Well, if Marvel or DC movies want to holler at me. (laughs) I'm here, I'm available, and I'm in fighting shape. Um, (laughs) Listen, I would love it. I would love to do a Marvel or DC feature. I mean, that's kind of like bucket list for me. Um, they better be calling soon because these hips, you know, <laughs> they get old. <laughs> Would there be a certain character you want to play in the, uh, any, any franchise? I don't know. I know Poison Ivy is being talked about right now. There's... Yeah, I think I want to find, you know, I want to find like an underdog, like someone that maybe isn't as well known, but is like really like, like Maze wasn't, Mazikeen wasn't as well known. Do you know what I mean? In the DC world, it was like Vertigo and Sandman and that kind of stuff. But she's become through the TV show, like a known comic book character. Um, So I think like something, like someone that's like, not you know as no full disclosure I'm not a comic book nerd though so I don't know a lot of people um I know the obvious sort of heroes that everyone knows but I'm not as well versed I again grew up in South Africa we did not have comic books we had no money for that (laughs) (laughs) we were outside climbing trees (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another question is, did you ever hit up Holly Berry to ever do a movie? Would you guys, like, what's up with that? I feel like you guys would make, like, like twins, like, twin sisters in the dope action movie. Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, Holly is so beautiful and talented, and it's funny. That comparison really started in New Zealand um, when I moved there. And uh, Jamie Foxx has the stand-up but where he talks about going to Cape Town and he like, I drop my wallet and I look up and a pack of Halle Berries are coming at me, you know, because we're, because <laughs> I mean, we're so mixed over there. Um, but 
she, I would listen. Of course I would work with Halle Berry. Of course I would want to work with her. She is talented and stunning and all of those things. Um, and it's funny when people, uh, I, I had a guy once argue with me in Whole Foods that I was Halle Berry. <laughs> and, um, yes, argued. And, and I was like, sir, I have an accent. Like I'm not her. And he's like, you're just putting that on. And I wanted to say to him, listen, I do, I am not blessed in the top part of my anatomy. Like I could, I could flash you right now, sir. And I could let you know, I am not Halle Berry. Um, uh, but I didn't, I kept it PG. I just said, oh, trust me, I'm not her, you know? And he was kind of pissed. He thought I was being a snob and I wasn't going to sign an autograph for him. Looking back on that, would you just sign the autograph and be like, yeah, okay, and move on with your name? No, I would never (laughs) sign someone's name. No, no. Well, now I can, now I have tattoos. I'd be like, see, I'm tatted up. Like, (laughs) What has been like your craziest, like, like fan, like interaction with somebody like in the street? Um, I met someone from Japan who trapped was didn't track was had basically followed me I was doing the convention circuit and they were following me from convention commission it was amazing and then uh so sweet and then they came running up to me in the street and they had my full face tattooed on their so dope. arm it, it is so flattering but I'm also I go are you still gonna like that in like 20 years like do you know what I mean like I mean like I love Meryl Streep and Viola Dibbs I'm not putting their faces on my skin um but but no it was it was very sweet it was just kind of trippy for me to actually see that you know it's like whoa that's a dedicated fan right there (laughs) what upcoming projects do you have first I know you just spoke about um you're pitching a show or pitching something to you're pitching something but is there any other um projects you're working on yes so i have an animated series coming out i think it will be next year um it's called captain full and it's for netflix oh dope and um it's a very raunchy risque not pg show <laughs> and my character is south african in the show which is cool um and it's it's really fun it's kind of like naughty like big mouth you know um but it's um these incredible creator creators who from norway um and i've been working on that at this as at the same time as lucifer so um we have 20 episodes that we're doing and um yeah it's gonna be like 30 minutes or like an hour I think it will probably be 30 minute episodes if I'm not mistaken, I think. I'm not sure. Animation is like a whole new world for me. The post-production on it is crazy long. I had no idea. It will take like up to a year and a half, two years to uh, um, edit and like put the animatics and all of the voice and all that stuff together. So um, I think it's 30 minutes and I think it would be out next year. How did you get involved in that? 
I auditioned. It was like my first voiceover audition. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I shot. I, sh I went and I shoot, shot my shot, man. I was like, yeah, I'm going to try voice. Um, and it was, yeah, it was great. I auditioned. I gave him different accents to play around with the character. And um, they gave me the most raunchiest parts of the scene, I think, just to see what I would do with it. And if I would be comfortable with it. And then they were like, yeah, that's our girl. <laughs> Before I let you go, can you give like five like good pieces of advice to like actors that are like trying to be in the position that you're at? Um, prepare, you know, preparation is key. Um, you're going to be in rooms with people who are more seasoned than you, who are more talented than you who are, you know, pretty or whatever that is, who have more connections, all that kind of stuff. But if you, but a lot of the times um, people don't do the work, you know? So if you've come in and you're prepared and you do the work, that is really, really valuable. Once you do book a job, show up as a guest star and know your lines. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people show up to our show have showed up to our show unprepared. And that I think is letting not just the people down who you're working for, but also yourself because you're not able to put your best foot forward. Um, work on accents, different accents, always have it in your, your tool belt, um, you know, cause you just never know when that audition is gonna come up for a, New Yorker or South African or you know British or whatever so always be working on expanding um yourself linguistically what's the, oh my um, bad before you go what's like the hardest accent you have to you have done I know you got like you could do so many um Irish is pretty hard to make you not like it's pretty hard it's beautiful sounding but it's really hard to not make it sound like a leprechaun from like, um, <laughs> like, and my writing partner is Irish and he's like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> um, I would say like, it's a very melodic, beautiful accent, um, but you really have to work at it not, yeah, sounding um, fake, I guess. Um, uh, and then I think, uh, the other bit of advice I would give people is just to like start, you know, a lot, I get a lot of DMs about from people like, I want to get into acting or how did you get started or how can we, you know, and I, and my first thought is, well, I didn't go to social media. Like that's number one, you know, I looked and watched films and I watched TV shows and I worked in my accent and I, um, I went and I saw plays and I went and I, you know, met with, with, um, I, I don't like the word network, but I, but I got to know people in the industry so that I had an understanding of the business of acting and also the craft of acting. And they both are so equally important, um, to know, um, so just start, you know, find scripts online, start shooting stuff, like, so that you can figure out, you know, the technical stuff. 
just it comes back down to preparing like be as prepared as you can be because it's like when opportunity and luck meet and you're ready that's when things happen thank you so much i appreciate your time i know you've been doing this all day <laughs> my pleasure thank you hope to talk to you soon yes so nice to see you have a good night yeah. bye bye